Good evening, and it is nice to be back with you uh, after the, the weekend and uh, having a couple nights last week of not being able to come to you. Uh, I hope that you've had a wonderful weekend. Uh, I hope that you have been able to uh, rest and to worship and just enjoy the time that the Lord has given you. Um, we, uh, today I want to just say I have a child with a birthday. Our oldest daughter is 11 today. And so, uh, we got to spend some time together and, uh, it's just amazing how, uh, your family grows up and grows old on you. But tonight, uh, as we come to the book of Philippians chapter two, we come to one of my favorite um, parts of the book of Philippians. And uh, Philippians chapter 2, and it's usually a passage of scripture that most people just kind of skim through. It's, it's something that doesn't really uh, stand out to them. But tonight I want to show you what it looks like for God's people really to love each other. And most of us have been in church or not been in church, and we've seen lots of things. Uh, you probably know, and I know, that all of us probably could make excuses of things that we have seen or have been a part of or seen done to someone else. <laughs> Excuse me. That would justify, in our minds, giving up on church. I've pastored now for over 10 years, and there have been many times when I've thought, it just doesn't make sense what people do, what they do to each other. But what we see in Philippians chapter 2 is a picture of what it looks like for God's people to really love each other. And you say, Jake, what does it matter, right? There's good preaching or there's good singing or there's a good building. But Jesus said that the world will know us by how we love one another. And so how a church can make a difference in the world is starting out by loving each other. And so here in verse 25 of Philippians 2, it says, Yet I considered it necessary to send to you Aphroditus, my brother, fellow worker and fellow soldier, but your messenger and the one who ministered to my need since he was longing for you all and was distressed because you had heard that he was sick. So this person, Ephroditus, was actually from Philippi. And he was sent by the church at Philippi to go to the Apostle Paul and probably to take an offering to him, to encourage him, uh, and just to help him in ministry. And friends, we all need someone to help us. We all need a team of people to care for us and to care for them. Church is not meant to be done alone. The Christian faith is not meant to be lived alone. And so this man comes and, and this church loves him. They care about him. And something happened when he went to visit the Apostle Paul. He became very sick. And without Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, text messaging, um, the church at Philippi had heard that 
Ephroditus, who they loved and had sent, was sick. And so these people cared about him. You see, many times we love people as long as they can give us something in return. I had a pastor's wife tell me one time after her husband died, she said, love your wife and love your children because the church will love them as long as you are still alive. But when you no longer can help them, it's very easy for churches sometimes to move on and to forget about that pastor's wife and those pastor's children who had sacrificed so much. And it is something that has stuck in my head for years and years and years. And what we see here is that they loved him no matter what. They cared about him no matter what. And so we see here that God's real believers, real Christians, love people not based on what they can do, but who they are. And so you should love people not just because they can help you or do something for you, but because God has loved you, you should love other people. And it goes on and it says, for indeed he was sick almost unto death, but God had mercy on him and not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. So Paul says, not only are you guys worried about him, not only were you guys concerned about him, he said, God healed him. And Paul says, I am thankful that God healed him because I would have been broken without him. And so Paul is trying to tell the church at Philippi that he loves Ephroditus. He loves him. And so we see here that Ephroditus loves Paul. The Philippians love Paul. The Philippians love Ephroditus. Paul loves Ephroditus. And so you see everyone in this passage of scripture love each other. They care about each other. They're concerned about each other. And as Christians and as believers, especially in a local church, we have to care and love about each other. I know that's very hard, a church of our size, because not everyone knows everyone anymore. And not everyone knows what's going on in everyone's life. But it's important to make an effort to get to know people. It's important to make an effort in Sunday school to listen to prayer requests. It's important to be involved in Wednesday night Bible study where you can get to know people and hear the prayer requests that are shared. It's important to be in a Sunday school class because all those Sunday school class share prayer requests. And you can begin to know people and to know the struggles that people have and you can begin to pray and love them more. It goes on and it just tells them, I've sent him back to you. And, and he says, you ought to be thankful for him because he was a wonderful man of God and you ought to honor him because he almost died serving Jesus. And what we see here is that we should be thankful for people who are willing to serve God, who are willing to sacrifice to serve God, even though it might cost them everything. And so as we read verses 25 through 28, there's just a couple real quick things I want to recap. One, 
we have to be willing to go for the Lord to help people in need. And Ephroditus was there to go to Paul because Paul needed him. The church at Philippi loved Paul and were willing to put their money and their manpower behind what they said. Paul loved Ephroditus. Ephroditus loved this group of people. And so what we see here are a group of people who love each other and are willing to sacrifice and to show it not only in words, but in deeds. If you're familiar with the book of James, the Bible says that, show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. And so we can tell people we love them. We can tell people we care about them. We can tell people we want what's best for them. But at some point, we have to actually put actions behind our words. But what we can see here is when it's done right, it is a thing of beauty. It is a thing that can change lives. It is a thing that God's people praying that the Lord will hear and answer and heal and work and move. And so my challenge to you is, is to begin to love people. Begin to step out in faith. Begin to, to really invest and watch what God can do. Because even though you might think you're investing to help others, God builds relationships the other way. That way when you need something, then God can use them to minister to you. So as always, thank you for watching tonight. I pray, oh my Lordy, you can have a wonderful day tomorrow. And Lord willing, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. So God bless you and have a wonderful evening.